Talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. Makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Thanks for making me wiser. And happy Tuesday, everybody, and welcome to Fight Club. Welcome to Fight Club for Business, the show for home service business owners looking to improve their marketing, finances, systems, and culture. We're a team of self-employed industry experts, and we get to be joined this week by our guest, Jake Taylor. Super excited to have you with us today, Jake. Um, do you mind just giving our audience a brief rundown of yourself and your business? Absolutely. And good morning, and thank you for having me on today. I sure appreciate it. Uh, so my name is Jake Taylor, and uh, we've been blessed on a little company called Curb Appeal Power Wash. Uh, we started about six and a half years ago, uh, and our mission has been pretty simple, to encourage family fun time in a clean and sanitized environment. Uh, we started at Cleveland Playgrounds, but then we kind of moved on to much bigger things. And now, uh, flash forward where we are today, we've got 13 employees and have a lot of fun around our shop all the time. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, we're awesome. so excited to talk to you today, Jake. It's going to be so much fun. You have so much to bring to the table. Um, I know Jake very well, uh, but my, for everyone listening uh, today that doesn't know me, my name is Taylor Maroney. I co-own a power washing company in South Florida with my husband called Pure Power Washing. And my background is in marketing. So I love all things digital marketing, print media, things of that sort. And I like the numbers behind it as well to help business owners really understand how to make decisions based upon those numbers. So I'm super excited to have you with us today, Jake, and welcome back to Fight Club, everyone. Yes, and good morning. Happy Tuesday. My name is Megan Likes. I'm the founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online. I educate and empower small business owners to know their numbers so that they can live more financially rewarding lives. I also own a full service accounting firm called Likes Accounting Company. So if you don't like bookkeeping or number crunching or interpreting and translating numbers, you can outsource that to me and my team. And I own a window cleaning, gutter cleaning company with my husband, Jeff, in Northern California called Jeff Likes Clean Windows and Gutters. And I'm very happy to be back on this Tuesday. It is a much better Tuesday than last week for those <laughs> listeners. I apologize for my attitude. I'm feeling better. <laughs> the world is right again. <laughs> I love it. Hey there, Jake. My name's Michelle. And we're going to talk all about systems when you get thrown over my way. And uh, I own a, a virtual admin services company called Pink Callers. And if you want to outsource your customer care, your calls, your emails, your chats, all of that incoming information into your business, you can absolutely hire our company. And I am thrilled to see you today. And I want to talk to about a little bit of a marketing thing that may have happened to me today. I don't know. I think we might want to talk about Did client, someone give flowers? <laughs> client gifting. Client gifting was happening in my world over here at Pink Collars today. Um, so I'm excited to talk about that as a system. But welcome, Jake. I'm thrilled to have you and can't wait to hear more about your business. Thank you. Good to be here. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I get to steal you first, Jake. So you get to uh, talk a little bit about marketing. And marketing can be something, obviously, we can talk about all the fun stuff, the analytics, the numbers, the you know, the types of ways to market. But one thing I absolutely love that you do is you really showcase your people in your marketing. And it's it's something I know personally, because we've, we've spoken a lot, that you're very passionate about your people. And being able to go on your website and, and see your family and see your employees' faces, smiling, happy, excited all over your website. Oh, thank I would you. love to know what your 
kind of reasoning behind that was because I feel a lot of business owners tend to go the opposite direction. They don't necessarily always showcase their employees on their websites or their social media platforms, things of that sort. So what what really motivated you to showcase your your team and your family that you do have at Curb Appeal? Mm, that's a great question, Tay. I guess the biggest thing is it's not about me and our company. Uh, when we first started this, I, I separated from my previous employer and I was a pastor as well. And uh, one of my mentors said, I think you should start your own your own business of some sort. It's always been a passion. So it was a really neat blessing to see people be attracted to our company. At first it was just me. Uh, and then uh, I had a few helpers come along that just helped me work all day. And then I was like, you know what? I think this can be bigger. And it started us mentoring other youth working alongside of us and giving them an opportunity to control their financial future and their business or, or profession, whatever they choose. And so the reason we share, showcase them so much is we're really proud of them. It's pretty neat to hear people when they uh, were first looking for extra money for college, but now our, our newest hires are saying, I'm looking for a, a career. It's like, wow, that's a pretty cool blessing that we're able to do that for somebody. So, And that's why we share them all, all the time. Our, our most liked Facebook post last week was a picture of our senior uh, lead technician and production manager, Sailor, went on vacation. So we had a picture of him smiling on one of our trucks saying he's on vacation. That was our most liked post on Facebook. It's pretty neat. So uh, we love, love showing off what they do because it means a lot to us. And, and, they're, and they're our family here. Um, we keep foosball table, basketball, refrigerators stock full of hot pockets. It's pretty popular right now along with ice cream sandwiches. But uh, uh, we just love, we love our team and, uh, and, you know, they said the army, if a person won't drink beer with you, they won't die for you. Well, our crew's out working in the heat right now or sunshine or rain and uh, and they're all good family. So that's kind of keeps them all rock and rolling. I love this. And it, it shows you guys do have a lot of passion for your employees and you are very proud. You're very proud business owners of your employees and what they bring to the table. And since you did bring up the college marketing kind of aspect, I'd love to talk about that as well, because I know obviously people are always looking to hire. I'm kind of going to step on Martha's mm -hmm. toes. She's not here, so she can't yell at me today. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's marketing in a sense. So we're going to touch on it just briefly, because a lot of people do talk about marketing towards college boards and talking to college students about coming on board and working with a company. And it sounds like you've been able to, and I should say it doesn't sound like I know and speaking with you, you've been able to really transition these individuals from part-time workers into full-time into careers. And that in itself is an amazing journey for these college students to work with a company locally and then really be able to build into that company. So we get to kind of touch on Martha throughout the, the show today since she's not here. So since in terms of marketing, with talking to these college students, what is kind of your your way of going about talking to them? How do you really bring them into the Curb Appeal family when hiring for those jobs? Certainly. Um, probably our biggest advantage is uh, starting out with a lot of college students to begin with. And then their friends heard about having a lot of fun or treat them to a meal while they're out on the side or we have a, a everything we do or excuse me a tradition we do every year cleaning pools we have burgers by the pools so just, oh, just kind of made it fun so we're cleaning all these pools getting ready for the open now they're open it's kind of exciting to see flooded with people but I, I guess it was just kind of the fun and some extra money and so we started doing a lot of jobs are either around their school schedule uh, or different events they had we had a lot of baseball players uh, and that just kind of made it fun for them uh, and so the, that started out with then they wanted to recruit and bring on their friends to have a lot of fun. 
And then from now, when you have them graduating, it's kind of neat to see. Some of them do go on a profession, but some of them, like our our, uh, our operations manager, John, is uh, a Washburn University graduate, was a, was a pitcher at, uh, in Washburn University for the baseball team. And uh, we had a few other players as well that could have went on to play uh, uh, minor league football as well. It's just kind of neat to see that it was a competitive environment. Uh, they felt rewarded, you know, and uh, fulfilled in the day. And then also just encourage them a long time. I think we try to stand out a little bit different than another job. Some of the things they get maybe here, uh, hopefully it's a little different than what they could get somewhere else. But that was really it on the tracking side. It's a fun, competitive environment. It's different. I mean, we clean up our community with big water guns. I mean, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, who doesn't want to have a giant, you know, water gun fight yeah. for a community in a pool and have some burgers? <laughs> it sounds that's like a fun right. time. Well, the last piece I do want to talk to you about is I know you have been ranked best in Topeka a few times, and oh, yes. that's something that's really awesome, and congratulations on that. Um, if anyone does want to look for these types of competitions in their local area, can you kind of walk us through the process? Because this is a great marketing tool to be able to get yourself out there as a business in your local community. Um, and I know you also went even the extra mile of kind of putting together um, a booklet, I believe, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Um, so if you don't mind just kind of briefly chatting about that with us, I think this is something that a lot of business owners can add to their plate this year to potentially enter into for their local communities. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the best of is something that I see nationwide in our city, Topeka, in Topeka, Kansas, capital city, they did, it's called best of the best of Topeka. And, uh, and so you hear about that on Facebook, on Facebook, you'll see ads that our local paper, the capital journal will sponsor things on there to kind of help. Uh, a nominated company you think stands out uh, as being the best. And then there's a, after that, then there's a narrow it down to maybe three or four companies who are the best of the best. And then you have the winner for that. That was super exciting to see as a consumer. You know, I consume a lot of things in our area and I like to know who's the best at it. You can Google who's the best and you'll have maybe some weird list put together by somebody. But when you actually have that symbol or logo behind your name, that's pretty exciting. Uh, and so we just started sharing with our customers, hey, uh, through a postcard, we've been nominated. We'd love it if, you know, uh, if you if you'd like us, let everybody else know. And so I was pretty excited to see that to win the best of the best. And then it's like, well, our customers, we know, are the smartest in town. So uh, obviously they chose us. Right. And so we know they're another smart consumer and they would like to know who our best would be that might fit what they're looking for. So we went through some of the home services like landscaping, pest control, electrician, uh, heating, air, plumbing, uh, tree trimming, all those things, and put together a flyer, like a big big postcard that we can send out to our customers. And we're still trying to connect them to help them send to theirs. It does take a little bit of work, but when you put that in someone's hand, uh, hey, if, if you have other needs, you know, we don't own these companies, but I know you'd like to look for the best. And so uh, they really see value in that. And our goal is hopefully that might stay up on their refrigerator just a little bit longer because it has more value from everything they could use, not just us. Absolutely. I love that. Not only did you get the, you know, the honor of being rated best of the best in Topeka, but you went the extra mile and went with your giving heart to be able to showcase the additional companies that are out there and really be able to give that full package to your clients. We've talked about this a lot on the show with newsletters and different ways that you can really bring in the community and help your fellow clients to be able to find the best companies around. And you have done that by putting a flyer in their hand that they can be able to immediately look at and showcase throughout their home and have at, at any given moment. So I love that. I love your your openness and your giving heart and just your proud 
nature that you have about your family. I'm so excited to kind of give you to Megan for a little bit and let y'all talk about finances. And I appreciate your time, Jake. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you. And Taylor on that, the, um, the best of the best wasn't my idea. The marketing side, I heard about that from a, a brand of on through concrete, you know, so uh, I just, I find out what, what is the best practice in there. And I try to do the same thing for my company too. So I love it. I, I love it too. I think that that's so fun. Um, and I know that Jeff has a huge sense of pride, my husband, whenever he wins best of YOLO and we try and leverage that in our, you know, in our call scripts and, and providing assurance for clients. Um, but last week, Kay and I were talking about a company newsletter. And I think your idea of your best of list or your like your referral list would be a really great highlight feature for that newsletter. Maybe we could even highlight our fellow vendor partners or like friends who do complimentary services every month. So you got my brain going on that one, Jake. Idea. I love it. I love it. Very mm -hmm. cool. Um, okay. So we could go a couple of different directions here. And I, I would like to pick your brain for a minute, actually. I live in a college town and I have had a hard time hiring college students because my season doesn't necessarily line up with our summer and my brain doesn't really line up with part-time work. So I was hoping you could help me figure out like, how do you schedule around a college student? Because it sounds like you've kind of built out a year round business. Um, and then, and then I have another question for you, which if you don't want to talk about that, giving it to you as an option now, we can come back to that first one. And it is, it sounds like because you're dealing with young people, I'm wondering how you communicate about pay. So do you have some financial education? I love that you've shifted this story to be a career. Sounds like you are a natural leader and you're kind of lifting up this next generation. And I'm wondering if we could talk a little bit about the money of that, because I struggle in my company. I have younger staff. They're definitely early 20s, earlier in life. And getting them to care about their paychecks is tricky. <laughs> like, and getting them to look at their paychecks is tricky, but they do care about money in the bank, right? So I'm trying to help them connect those. So I thought we could kind of maybe talk that out a little bit too. So um, do you, which one do you want to start with? <laughs> well, I can start with the first question then. How do you get okay. them to care more about their paycheck? Um, okay. We just started, so I don't have a lot of feedback on it. Uh, but okay. I've heard been successful in other companies is performance pay. Um, but that was something they do to perform on top of what they currently do. So I guess to back up, when we first started hiring students, we wanted to look at what was the average pay in the area and then what we would like to do for ours. Uh, we went kind of more bold to pay them above what they were finding anywhere else. Now it's kind of hard to keep up with our community. There was, you know, pays are increasing though. Um, so that was a big part of it at first is how can I be more competitive with that? And then in, in kind of, so, so let's stay there for a second. So are you thinking starting rate? Is that the goal is like on the job ad, you're going to start them higher? Um, or are you thinking like combined rate plus the performance pay, they have an opportunity to make more? Because this is exactly where my question mm -hmm. lies. So I think it's worth clarifying. Like most of my staff, they make very, very good money, significantly more than they would for the competition. But because these performance pay, it's not their hourly base. And that feels weird. So can you talk a little mm -hmm. bit about how you decided, how you made that decision to pay more in the beginning? Um, and what did that look like? Yeah, I, I just knew that our, our goal when we started out um, was not only just to have our one location, 
But what would it look like to open up multiple locations, uh, whether it be like a franchise or a license or even multiple corporate sites, and then allow someone to learn and develop with our company to have more value in our company and then more value in their paycheck and eventually be able to be able to promote one of their own locations. And so we knew that going into it, that was the plan. And so we talked to somebody about they may start out as an assistant wash technician, but our really goal is to you know move them up quickly to a, to a lead. And we have this thing called past promotions or, or one of our crew members, Johnny, created. Um, it starts out with like minor league or excuse me, little league. Then minor league. It's, it's all in baseball terms. I was going to say, Michelle's going to have to talk about that <laughs> I, because his like, system for moving up the career ladder is fantastic. I, I love that you have a career ladder. Like that's amazing because people want to know, like, how do I get from here to there? So this is this is perfect. So then when they first they start as an assistant, but you're having those conversations early, maybe at the interview, maybe definitely at onboarding very early and maybe at 30 days, you're talking about, okay, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Let's make this work for you. Exactly. Okay. You know, we, them, we want them to earn more income. We want them to be able to have more fun in their free time and, you know, and become more valuable in our company. They become more valuable to themselves and, you know, they're able to worth more as well. Uh, you know, kind of the first thing you think of minimum wage is kind of the minimal value to the company a little bit. They don't bring as much to the table, but now that they've, uh, we even have books we recommend them to read it as well. Uh, we have one of the things we recommend they do is to share a fun Facebook post with them out in the work field. Uh, we also have a new one we just added that we a praise board in our break room where we'd like them to say something nice about their teammate, you know, a genuine nice compliment because we may share that in the field, but it'd be kind of nice to see it so everyone else could uh, to celebrate those small victories. That's what we, we talk about our, our team-centric uh, work environment is help with their victories big and small. So then give them opportunity to grow in their company, to know that we're not just going to be stuck in one position, but we value them and we want to help promote them. And then performance pay extra dollars on a paycheck can be nice i heard like brandon say once it may just help pay their phone bill or something but if you can help them start a savings goal for whether it be like a, a dream vacation or something <laughs> that's Sorry. outside of their normal savings you okay <laughs> uh, i'm recovering i'm recovering from covid full disclosure i'm very sorry i feel no. much better though <laughs> Not a problem. I didn't know if you're starting out something stronger in that water cup or. You know, oh, <laughs> I mean, I did tell you the brewery's canning today. I'm like ready. Uh, no. Okay. So that, that was super, let's stay there. I'm sorry for interrupting with that cough. The, <laughs> the idea that um, you can pay their phone bill, but then if you can help with a savings goal, I want to hear more about that. Like just sounds a little bit dream manager-y. Um, so how yes. do you help them? How do you help them with determine a savings goal? And then how do you help hold them accountable towards that savings goal? I'd love to hear more about that. Okay. So you said we're still new in the process of this, but I heard about from other companies. So uh, we connected with a company, Edward Jones here in town. There's a lot of different investment companies out there. We wanted to look at offering more um, savings benefits for employees. So first thing we looked at, not only in addition to retirement, but an immediate savings goal to have access, they have access to their own account they can take with them if they do try decide to go somewhere else or or their college profession takes them elsewhere and so in that our goal is we look at the performance pay based upon things we would like to have them accomplish when they make the company more profitable we have more things to share so it's similar to profit sharing but i, I don't know the legal term exactly that though and that part puts in a how much is in the pot extra for the employees and then out of that, some that can go to their paycheck, they decide what percentage they want in their paycheck and then what percentage they want to a longer term savings goal. And something else I'm working with with Kedma O, um, she introduced me to a lot of different uh, 
programs around the country to help first-time homeowners get a new home if they meet certain criteria. Uh, so there's federal money out for that. So we're trying to look, research that firm as well. So one thing to look at is that um, we're more than just an employer, but we're really on their team here. Uh, we're wanting to see them succeed. We still invite former employees to our Christmas parties. Uh, my wife draws these amazing caricatures of them, uh, like comic characters. Uh, it's still <laughs> so they really do feel it when they're here. This is a this is a little different than a regular employer situation, and our turnover is very very low. Um, which has been real blessing. And matter of fact, if they do leave, it is because, uh, like baseball starting back up again. So, you know, so we, we lost some of our ball players that way, um, or or they graduate and they become accountants or attorneys, uh, and that's pretty cool to see. So we're okay to leave them to their goal profession, but to anywhere else, no. We want to keep up and retain all our favorite employees here. I love that, and I, you know, for being six years old or young. I think that that's amazing to be able to work through these kinks so quickly and so well. Um, okay, so my last question before I pass you to Michelle is around those ball players. So when your employees need flexible schedules, what have you found works for the company and works for them? Are you able to offer that? Do you have anybody that's working like part time or a couple days a week or alternate schedules? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Uh, so when I first started the company, I was really only working Monday through Friday, but then some of our students, like we'd like to have some hours on the weekend, you know, outside of these things. And so we started fleet washing and that gave us more opportunity than that. And that was the biggest reason to get into fleet washing because I knew that if I could help them earn income around their schedule, then when I need them on bigger projects, they might be available versus going somewhere else who can work, you know, to give them all their income on their, on their ideal schedule time. So it was that part like, hey, I'll look into this, you know, if, if you can help me out in these areas here when I ask. But we did need to have a more part time staff because some of it became more part part time, uh, especially during finals weeks. So we knew, you know, plan projects around finals weeks. Uh, and that really helped out knowing that, OK, we're going to try to find more things. So our company actually can operate 24 hours a day and we have been operating seven days a week for the last, I think, the last four years now since we got into fleet washing. And that provides us opportunities for them. We actually have one, one uh, uh, a teammate here, JQ, who is a musical artist and uh, an assistant teacher in the school. And so his schedule was really very, very limited to a few hours on Saturday. But the motivation he brought, we, he actually wrote us a team song we put together to a music video. And so one of the things I they're applying it. for us, they, they watch this video and say, does this appeal to you? You know, basically, uh, it's called Wash On, and that's kind of our... Uh, staying around the shop, even though the situation may not be ideal, we've been given a talent and called to a mission. So wash on. Oh my gosh, oh, I am wow. googling. <laughs> I am googling this music video right now. Like I really, we really need to find this. If you could drop the link, that'd be fantastic. I will uh, that's do that. So yes. fun. Okay, wash so what on. I what I heard I you it. say, and I wish Martha was here because and and Martha is at BBB. Hi BBB, we miss you. We're sorry we're not there. Congratulations to Michelle's daughter for graduating this week. Sorry, yes. just a small plug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so what I what I love is that you have built a company around your employees. You have heard what they're craving. You know what your labor market is. I think that that's something that I could definitely take away from today's conversation is like, I know my labor market and yet I keep coming upstream because I want to work Monday through Friday from 7:30 to 4 and <laughs> but my labor market they want to work evenings they want to work weekends they want to work oddball hours they want to work during final schedule so 
I really love that you listened and you, it sounds like it's going really well. Um, I have to ask one follow-up question and I keep saying that, but this is truly the last one. Um, <laughs> as an employer, like, uh, it sounds like you've worked out a lot of the kinks with your, with your staff, with your culture, but I, that makes me a little nervous knowing I'm going to have people working 24 seven, because I feel like when I have people working, that means I'm working, right? Like when I have people like, I am when I have people on roofs or when I have people out in the field, I am aware of that. Like if it's windy, if it's hot, if it's cold, yeah. if it's rainy, like I'm worried about them whenever they're out. So how do you separate the worry if they're out 24 seven? Okay. Well, we promoted leaders uh, to be able to do that. And so okay. part of it was so is they like, delegated hey, your worrying to your leadership team. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> okay. Call tree, right. call for a problem, but also on our training side, we made, uh, literally training videos of me out on the side, overcoming small obstacles and troubleshooting. And so they can, uh, we have our, our training website just for that. They can watch those videos and quizzes to overcome those small obstacles. But it, it was different, you know, there's a storm blowing through and our guys are driving a truck and trailer through a certain area. Are they going to be okay? And just checking in with them. And then we had the safety system going along with that. GPS trackers in our trucks to know where they are, on, you know, en route uh, and to make sure they're getting back to the shop okay. Uh, we have a pre-flight system, you know, to make sure they're, they're checking out our trucks before they go. Is all the tire pressure correct? Did you check fluid, you know, in the machines and engines? Uh, so we know that we can do our best to help them go out and be safe in those areas. And then we lean on our training big time. We're not going to put someone in a position that they don't fully understand and fully know that they can highly succeed in that area. But I, you don't I just start it. a 24-hour company if, if it's not your biggest goal, you know, though. That's a big part, part <laughs> of it. Yeah, no, that was so helpful uh, for us. That what if scenario, which sounds like your knowledge base, that was a huge game changer for being able to leave our business a lot. And then also that call tree is also huge. You're not the you're not the first call when there's a problem. You're like, uh, we actually have call trees because we go remote a lot. Like on Thursday, we're gonna be completely off the grid for a couple of days, and so we we have these call trees, and we're like, well, you know, here's how what happens when you can't get a hold of us. So. Um, I love it. I put those notes in the chat, in the show notes. If you're listening to this and you, you're like, that was a genius idea. They're in the <laughs> show notes there. And I'm going to pass you to Michelle, who's going to talk with you about systems today. Right. And you oh, just mentioned, I, you dropped so I'm, many, like the GPS, I know you did. I mean, it was like little, I yeah. I got all kinds of breadcrumbs to pick up, so I'm good. <laughs> okay, so tell me, because the big one that I heard is a lot of leaders, you know, encourage leadership in their team. And I love how you said you train and you walk them through certain objections. I feel like I have been literally at this desk for about the last month. We changed the way our operations was done and we changed it from one individual to two. So it's interesting to watch how the two different people are learning, right? Even though it's the same material. Um, so talk to me about what process you're using or what platform you're using because I know others want to use the same thing that's working and then are you just taking a camera like just gonzo style like putting the phone up to your face in the field like tell me what your process is to capture that content for your leaders certainly and a lot of this came out of pain points you yeah, know of course uh, <laughs> you know one of the things we talked about in our, in our business coaching was if you if you can help some of the smaller videos or the introduction videos get those done first then a new person can onboard a little bit faster. Um, and so that was, it was a pain points first. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was just, when you, when you, when you show those videos to somebody and you watch them and they look at their questions, like, for example, 
putting air in a tire was a well-watched video. I was like, oh, yeah. wow. Right? It's, so some of the things that maybe we have learned earlier on may not be taught as much now, but a lot they do have a lot of value in what they know now versus what, maybe what I have learned. So uh -huh. in those training videos, you're exactly right. It's just holding a phone up. Um, I learned this is one of my phones here. I have actually have three of them because I fill them up so quickly. And I don't know who to when to delete them before and after. <laughs> video I got you, Jake. I am helping you with that. Three <laughs> phones. Oh my gosh, that's a that's a first time Fight Club guest. First, I've not heard. Well, only one phones. of them I've takes phone calls. The rest are for videos, and they have all kinds of stuff on there. I'm bad oh at record. Nichelle is always losing her phone. Whenever we're with her, it's the funniest thing. She'll lose her Constantly. phone for like 12 hours. It's amazing. This woman, is just, she's like Constantly. the most detached from her phone. I try really hard. <laughs> oh, that's, and it's, it's been helpful just to keep that with you. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to have a, a dramatic conclusion, you know, introducing a new character in your video. It's just kind of, okay. you know, it's just something simple. I found that when I'm talking, I need to talk a little bit louder during the video because I can't control background noise. And if sure. I turn my head away from my camera, they may lose me. And some of the feedback sure. I get to my videos is, can you talk a little louder? <laughs> so okay, we got do it, that. good. That's exactly it. If you're around somebody or you find a new system, I even video record what my, my computer looks like sometimes. It looks awful in the videos, but uh, I'm sure there's a better way. I'm like, I'll solve the problem real quick. Loom there. <laughs> See, there, there's all kinds of cool people around to show this new technology. And our admin person, Casey, my sister, uh, who I do enjoy working around with, she's helped create some good, some sort of computer videos to help out on how to punch in and out, read a schedule, check your hours, those kind of things. But the simple things in like a power washing, change on an O-ring, um, that can be a real booger if you don't understand why the wand is leaking all over the side of you, you know, or... Yeah or the, the chemical pump stopped working, or you can't get the burner on in the hot water machine. So all those simple troubleshooting videos, obviously, yes. But then also, how do we drive in and out of our shop? You know, the assistant gets out and guides the lead as they drive out of our shop. That's important because we don't want to, hmm. um, you know, hit something or hit somebody. But all those simple videos, and they start stacking up and stacking up. And we use, we first looked at like a, a talent LMS. I think it's a okay, company sure. or something similar yeah, to it that. Is. And sure. I know Josh Latimer has one out there. I have not researched yet much, so I heard a lot of good things about it. We started this putting it on our website in a hidden okay. way. So we started out, I, I did the website at first. Uh, Tay, I'm, I'm glad to say it's not online anymore, so you can't evaluate it though. But uh, <laughs> we went from zero to 400,000 a year with my own built websites. So I was like, that's kind of cool. But we've created uh, like a membership only section and, and I created a password. And I started just putting all those videos on there. And then uh, we used uh, Squarespace for that. It's just there's a lot of website companies out there, but that one's pretty user friendly. And then you can create oh. quizzes too. You know, they fill the quiz and really? my email, and they can we can read those and evaluate it. And Squarespace does the quiz too. That's interesting. I've never yeah. heard of that one. We just host has it. anybody else heard of that one? You make your own. I'm just shaking my head, Jake. I'm impressed. Like you are a uh -oh. smart guy. You've got a lot of cool things figured out. That's oh, awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's great. Over complicate this all the time. Squarespace is yeah. awesome for that. And it's very, um, very affordable monthly. So if it's something that you're wanting to have training videos and have access like Jake's talking about, you don't necessarily have like a robust training platform. You can really just build your own and really design it to what you want it to look like. And it's very user friendly. The the coding and all that fun stuff that I know and can't stand in my brain <laughs> eliminated for all of our fellow users. So you'd be absolutely easily accessing it. We found it to be yeah, awesome. a real simple way to start up. I 
think it maybe $19 a month. I think, well, the price is pretty relevant. It's, it's that valuable to us. So, but that helped us out quite a bit and it's still pretty popular. It's uh, we even, this kind of neat thing is we got to chose our own name for it. So we're curb appeal power wash. So we're capwtraining.com. And on there is also our video for wash on and the, how to apply for a company. And so people will <laughs> see it right away. And then the, Every it. video is our mission statement. So our employees can kind of read that and see it and kind of help understand why we do these things. <laughs> okay. So talk to me about if you get in the field and you have somebody that just continues to make the same mistake, do you reposition them back to the training or what's the process to kind of get them out of video land and into the real world? Because I know that can be sometimes a pain point. How do you hold them accountable to the learning that they've consumed? And then what are kind of like the tricks that you use in the field to kind of get them up leveled? Because again, we're all building leaders in our business. That's the goal for mm -hmm. me at least. So I know that I heard that from you. So how do you do that? That's a great question. When I look at it <laughs> first, I look at it of kind of like my kids, you know, I've got a 12 year old, a nine year old, and sometimes I'm growing up, I might say something or phrase that means something to me, it's totally different to them. So I always look at sure. first is, somewhere we've got an opportunity a missed opportunity in our training i always look at that first yeah. i automatically assume okay. that people want to do their best and they're doing their best with what they have to so far it's like okay where did we miss this system at or yeah. um how is it not you know translating over to the tasks that we're doing and then sure. also is it's worked real well is take them out for a burger <laughs> Talk with them. how are things going you know how's how things going at a home uh, or school or you know, how you like it in here? What can we do to make this more enjoyable for you? I know it sounds silly to, as an employer to ask how to make it more enjoyable, but really when you get a happy team, you're going to have a, a happy life at home too. And that's where we uncover a lot of things. It could be uh, something personal outside and they may not share all the details, but when they understand that you really genuinely care for them and want them to do their best. And then the team sees that, uh, you know, Hey, they're, they're working with this because we know as a team, we all operate when we're doing our best. And if someone's yeah. not operating that level, it could bring down the other team pretty quickly. And then you have your yeah. A player becomes a C player because they're frustrated. You didn't help out the other players. So I look at that as got to get it pretty quick. <laughs> that is huge. We, we call it here at Pink Collars default to human, right? Just be human and get on zoom and talk to somebody because 99.9% .9 of the time, you're gonna to get to whatever that issue is if you just default to human. And I think that's so critical um, as a system to use in your business. And that can be challenging to see it that way, right? Sometimes that um, connectivity is really the thing that's missing. So I'm glad you said that, that makes a ton of sense to me. Um, okay, one last thing. Um, I love on your website how you have so many services. I know people are, a little bit nervous. There's a lot of uncertainty out there in the world. And it looks to me from my viewpoint, and maybe I'm wrong, so please help me. It looks like you've got multiple sort of streams of income that are going to buffer you against any sort of financial storm that may be coming on the horizon. Do you feel that way? And was that purposeful? Or how did you choose the services that you're currently kind of offering to, to your community? Uh, that's a great question. Yes. And so our, excuse me, our new website was just built and up probably about a month and a half ago, a uh, company click call sell. They did a good job with that. And that kind of shows off more to who's looking for. And the most visited traffic has yeah. actually been residential. But I like to say we have a real good sales stew. Uh, of, our okay. of our sales, <laughs> we do about 15% or less in residential. Really? So everything really? else is in commercial. So I actually pulled up what we're doing so far this year. 
21% of our sales this year is parks and playgrounds. Interesting. Now this time of year, you know, uh, you're right. Looking at different things this time of year, kids are getting ready to get out of school. Playgrounds are getting busy. So we found that we can fulfill or, or satisfy a problem that a lot of these park managers were having of how to get things ready for summer. We call them get them play ready. And if I'm doing that, that was just calling. I mean, who owns a playground? Yeah. That's kind of hard to figure out. But uh, <laughs> your city or your county, and then just asking them who cleans up playgrounds and make friendships that way. And then they pass you around to somebody else. So so-and-so has a problem. So-and-so has a question. They want this done too. And then to say that, uh, you know, quite a bit of our sales came from playgrounds this time of year. And then we also look at 25% is fleet washing. So that's truck washing year round. So, you know, unless it's freezing out during the winter, um, we're going to keep having year round work. So that really helps out. So I don't like having to lay somebody off and we never have um, yeah. during the winter time. Well, how do we keep them going? A lot of times we actually guarantee them hours, even though uh, curb appeal, our, our company may take a financial loss a little bit, but sure. it's a big gain to keep the employees. And then the other part is cleaning commercial buildings and, other reoccurring route like bank drive-throughs and restaurant drive-throughs. So we tried to figure out if something was to go down, what else is mm-hmm. going to go up? Um, mm-hmm. And during COVID, of course, we did some things of sanitizing. Uh, I got out of that because I just didn't like sending my employees somewhere sick, you know, potentially be sick. But got sanitizing mm-hmm. outdoor things, we did a lot of sanitizing of playgrounds, <laughs> keep them cool. clean, you know, and keeping them safe for families to play on. And so we found out that. We, some uh, like in the fall time, we'll have a lot of construction cleanups. And you see big hotels, parking garages, apartments being built throughout the year. And they're typically finishing up in the fall or the very, very beginning of the next year. And we get a lot of calls to clean those up before they turn them over to the customers. So we call it a good sales stew. <laughs> I love that. And I don't know if anybody heard that, but 25% is fleet washing. And that was a piece of business that was just sort of laying there, right? You weren't really mm-hmm. activating it because your team needed those hours on the weekends. And I would assume that the fleet washing needs to occur on the weekends to not disturb that client's workflow, right? Exactly. So right. 25%, 25% is massive. Imagine adding 25% to your top line incoming revenue. I mean, that's a massive help for your business just to pick up one small thing and you're solving two problems, right? You're giving your team the hours on the weekends and you're helping your own business. It's it's magical just picking up those other things. <laughs> um, I couldn't help but see Christmas lights on there. A lot of people are doing Christmas lights. Yes. Tell me how that's worked for your business and then I'm going to wrap it up and we're going to start doing homework. <laughs> okay. Well, I tell you, I love Christmas. Uh, but I don't like ladders. I don't like the cold. So I was never a good candidate for Christmas lights, but my <laughs> wife kept saying, we got to try it. And, oh, uh, I love our, it. and our business coach, you know, I was talking about, okay, maybe we'll do it. Uh, this is in 2021. I talked about it. So maybe we'll do it in 2022 Christmas. We're prepared for it. He says, most people flop their first year, just start now and see how it goes. Oh, I and, love so, it. Uh, and actually it was really good. Cause my, our team was like, yes, Christmas lights, you know, and uh, we had homeowners uh, singing to their guys, bringing out Christmas cookies, you know, hugs. It. it was I the most, it. you know, praise and appreciation we've ever gotten. Uh, and that was just so through word good. of mouth. We just wanted to try to test it out. So, but of course, first, I wanted to make sure we got training for safety and what products right. to, you know, to have on hand. But anytime you, you add a new service, just know there's going to be time where you're not going to really make a lot of money with it because of training and uh, or yeah. mess ups or uh, product being not available or not have the right stuff on hand. Uh, so 
we had fun. Now this year we're going to do it much bigger. <laughs> we're already planning things ahead of time, and I love uh, it. and now I can enjoy Christmas from uh, you know before and after pictures and videos from our crew. I don't have to be out there in a ladder in the cold to do it. They're, they're happy to be out there doing it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. It sounds another like another win, not only for your team but for your business. I'm seeing a lot of that occurring in this conversation. So <laughs> awesome! Thank you so much. This was super super insightful. I'm going to pass you back to Tay. Hopefully, Martha, we did you proud. We kind of filtered in people through every one of our segments and we're missing you today. Um, but I'll hand you back to take. Okay, Jake. Well, can so we, <laughs> can we add one more question? Just because I feel we like Jake, you're, I feel like you're just killing it in the employee world and the team oh, world and the family world. So can you, can we just like open it up so that you can share Like, what are you most proud of in terms of your culture, in terms of that family feeling? Like I, I, I took good notes. I think about this, like pools and burgers, we heard you talking about your career ladder. Like, I agree, Michelle, Martha's going to be super proud of this whole conversation. But it, what is the thing that you, like, when you think about the family that you've built, the team that you've created, the team that you're a leader of, what's the thing you're most proud of? Oh, that's a great question, Megan. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, it's okay. I'll share a little bit of my passion. Uh, yeah. Uh, before We'd starting this, I was a pastor and a youth pastor for seven years. And um, actually, that's my degree since actually, you know, as far as in, in ministry. And I, when we started this, I thought, wouldn't it be neat if I could operate kind like a Paul and Timothy? We're just showing mm -hmm. someone, uh, uh, but on the business side a little bit, um, you know, what it looks like for customer service or hard work, uh, you know, to understand the customer's needs and, you know, and then also understand the needs of your employees around you. So that's kind of how we got started. And we thought, what it, would it look like? you know, to follow Jesus into business, would he provide for us and our family, you know, and, and yes, he has, and yes, he's doing that for us. And so my, probably the biggest thing is, and really the underlying of all that we do, um, it's, you know, uh, our team is just doing some amazing stuff. We're a follower of Jesus. Not, not, that, not that you have to be in this industry or not, but um, to see that our, our team is excited after the day to say, uh, what's for dinner at the Bible study? You know, are, are you doing, you know, the, the homework on that side and they get together and, and they're going to church together and, and they're getting baptized. I, I just, that's the biggest thing for us is how can we, through this brief time we have with them in our business, um, encourage them and show them some great values that wherever they go in life, they're going to be successful in. And that that's our biggest accomplishment. You know, Zig Ziglar once said, if you help enough people get what, what they want, you'll eventually get what you want. And uh, our goal is helping them get what they want. And it's exciting. The last three weeks of May, our biggest May ever, uh, we're up over 70% over last year. And we were out sick with COVID. So for three weeks, I wasn't even in the office. And if it's okay to brag on our team, we did 119,000 in the month of May. And I wasn't hardly even here. That's exciting. Wow. That's our systems in our team right there. Great. I Great. love it. It's so, so good. good. Uh, Marlo is absolutely impressed with you, uh, as am I. <laughs> but you've got some listeners and fans here. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, Jake. Uh, and Martha, I, I'm sorry that you missed this one because this is our people right here. I love it. Okay, now we can go to Tay for homework. 
So for some homework. All right. So um, Jake, you're more than welcome to give homework. We'll kind of go around first and then save you for the end. So that way you have some time to think about it. Um, for our listeners, just please note, we always say this every week, but just a reminder, please choose one piece of homework. We're about to give you about potentially three to four pieces of homework. <laughs> Goodness, that's a lot of homework to do in one week. <laughs> so we want you just to choose one and then from there be able to really move the needle forward in your business. So marketing homework, I want you to showcase your team. We talked about team a lot today in all aspects of the show. And I really want you to make the effort to showcase your team, talk about your team, even if it's just talking about who they are right now, just giving them a brief introduction to your social media world or, you know, giving them a spot on your website, find a way to showcase your team this week and continue to do it once a week. That's, that's what I'm going to hold you to. And it's kind of, kind of a lot, but I think (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'm going to I'm going to take a page from Jake's book. I've been hearing a lot about this. I've been doing a little bit of this. I would like to I wrote down as my note and takeaway from this show is to do this more systematically. But I would like you to have a real conversation with your team about their financial goals. And I think that to start, you're going to need to do it one on one. I've tried to do the group setting. And I think that this is like, what do you say, Michelle? Take it back to human. I think this is one of those yeah. things where you need to just have this one-on-one career meeting and probably out of the office. I love Jake's like, just take him for a burger. Like <laughs> the first time I had a meal with an employee, just the two of us, I was like, holy cow, why are we not doing this every week? Like that's, you learn so much over the course of one meal, like one-on-one. So your, your finance homework this week <laughs> is to figure out what do your staff want? Like, what what are they working towards? Um, I've been doing this kind of like not as systematically, but kind of over the past couple months with my team. And it's amazing. Like somebody was saving up a down payment for a new place. Somebody else was trying to buy a car. Like when you actually are able to sit with them, take it back to human, share a meal and figure out what their financial goals are, then you can put pencil to paper and help hold them accountable. So I'm sure Michelle is going to create a whole system that she's going to share with us about how we can follow up and, you know, help them stay on track with their goals. And if you have ideas, we'd love for you to share them in our Facebook group. But that is your finance homework this week is figure out what the financial goals of your team are and then work on a way to help them get there, like work on a way to help align. So that's finance homework for this week. And your systems homework is, I actually have this in my company and it's called 30 Minutes with Michelle. And it's a calendar that is just for my team. That's it. It's set aside time that is just for them. And if they have a question or an issue or something they want to talk about, all they do is push a button and then I I block that time and I spend that time with them. Now, I want to take that one step further and be a little bit more proactive so that they don't have to action that to me. Um, So I'm going to do my own homework this week. And that is going to be calendar some one-on-one time with your team and start working through every single person and do what Megan's doing. Kind of spend that human-to-human time with them and see how you can help them get to where they want to go. So that's that's my homework this week, and I'm actually going to do it myself. <laughs> and well, I think I will add one into it. And all your homeworks, I want sound wonderful. I'm actually taking notes myself as well. Uh, what I might add into there is the springtime is busy for a lot of different industries. Um, 
what if they could set aside a, a team afternoon or team day coming up here soon? We're actually going to Top Golf to celebrate, written out two of those boxes there, uh, just to celebrate our, our win from May. What if they could do a team day and just kind of not have to corral them like you maybe, but just watch them like you do your kids on a playground or your, or your favorite pet outside. Let them just enjoy each other together and, and see what that could bring about too. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love Me that. Too. That's awesome. A field trip. I love a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as a reminder, Tay already said this, but I like to reiterate, that was a lot of homework, guys. And what we like about our podcast that makes us different than other podcasts is we don't want you to just be consuming content. We don't want this to just be an inspirational hour. We want you to actually implement and execute what you've learned today or what you've been inspired by today and go make a difference in your company. So we, we take the time to provide the homework because we want you to actually implement. We want you to execute. We want you to drive change. So if you can commit to doing one piece of homework every single week, you will drive the needle forward. Please do not try to do all of it because like Jake said, they're all good homework assignments. Just choose the one that speaks to you the most. If you need help, we have our Facebook group. We're there to help you out. We can give you some one-on-one -on -one time or we can help get you unstuck. We also have a pretty awesome community of fellow like-minded business owners in that Facebook group. And the link to that is in the show notes. Uh, um, I think you. a bonus work should definitely be to watch Jake's yeah. wash off video. 100%. Yes. That is, did you ladies find that link? I can maybe send it over to you, but. Our we scene? definitely found it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> we definitely found it. Found yes. It. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And Jake, we always ask if there's a way for people to reach out to you, if they have a question or a comment, or they want to know maybe what your coaching platform might be or how to get some of these awesome details what's the best way for them to reach out to you yeah uh, probably by email so my email address is kind of long it's jake at then curb appeal power wash.com oh awesome a direct email even <laughs> that Look, makes it people, easy you, enough. you can grab some time with jake that's, <laughs> that's, right. awesome. that's great and we always end on a quote. So I'm going to throw a quote out there that you use today because I think okay. it's super appropriate for today. And it is from Zig Ziglar, like okay. you mentioned. And it is, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help other people get what they want. I think that's pretty good for today. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. How fun to meet you. Tay, Thank awesome you. guest. Good job. <laughs> and you, uh, we will see everybody same time, same place next week. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks so Bye. much. And keep Bye. fighting. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Connect with Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club for Business.